Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I would like today, Hevra, I'd like to study a Pasuk and Tillim. It's going to take us, I think we'll get a lot of places studying this Pasuk and Tillim. I want to learn this, David, this chus. Normally when somebody's a chayla, you say Tillim, we're going to study one verse in Tillim, Aishla, but we're going to ponder it, we're going to think about a verse in Tillim today, and it should be a chus refua shleima for Dr. Eilenberg, Rev. Melech. Somebody who had a surgery yesterday, had a heart surgery. Dr. Eilenberg is somebody, he was very, very close to Reb Shmuel Birnbaum, Zatzal, the Rashiva of the Mir, Brooklyn. Reb Shmuel Birnbaum publicly said in a shmooz to, um, to his Talmidim that if you want to see Yerushalayim, Reb Shmuel didn't throw around things like this. And he said, if you want to see what Yerushalayim looks like, look at Dr. Eilenberg. Dr. Eilenberg is, is a doctor who, as his name is, who is, learns a lot of Torah. He's a busy doctor who learns hours a day of Torah. Is somebody who's a Bucky and Chayvus Halvavas. Is somebody who, sh- you watch his Shemayin you'll be in a shul of 500 people, you'll ask, who is that man? His Shemayin Esrei. The main thing I want to tell you about is Avas Yisrael. His love of Jews is crazy. Every Yid, every Yid, his love of Jews is something that's, Phenomenal. His Simchas Achayim of Mitzvahs, tremendous joy of Mitzvahs, tremendous energy. His, his, his Simchas Achayim, a beautiful, beautiful. Thing. If he knew, I t- Akiva Bolzam loves Sadiqim. I told Akiva Bolzam to go to his house for Shabbos. Akiva Bolzam went to Dr. Eilenberg and brought some guys for Shabbos. I want you guys to meet him. And I say, if he met you, he would go crazy over you. I promise if he met Yair Kohn, they would become like the close. He has good eyes also, and he would see you, he would see, and they'd become close in a minute. He loves Yid like a tremendous, he had an open heart surgery yesterday, so the learning that we have should be his chusra for shlema, he's an incredible Yid, like really not stem. He was a doctor in Flappish for many years, today he's a doctor in Lakewood, he, it's something, it's worth it. I don't want it's worth to get sick. People like getting sick to go to him. The love that flows from that man is something that's extraordinary. The Avas Yisrael, the Avas Habriyas is something that's amazing. I could tell you my brother married his daughter. When he sees me, just hugs and kisses. His warmth to a Yid is something extraordinary. And you watch Hishmane Esrei. He davens for his family, for all his patients. Hishmane Esrei is about an hour long. I'm not timing it exactly. Hishmane Esrei, well after the shul's done, he's still davening. But with such devakas, to watch his Kiddush. The guys know I like Kiddush. His Kiddush on Shabbos, just an incredible, incredible human being. Really incredible human being. So it should be as chos that what we learn. We're not going to say till him right now. We're going to learn till him. I want to add, whenever you dive in for a four shlema, you include somebody as part of Klai Yisrael. It's never good to be singled out yourself. We're part of a nation. It's actually a ketchrig on a person. Whenever you focus on one, I'm part of a people. It's very dangerous. When the Isha Shunamis asked Elisha, 
he said, do you want me to daven for you? She said, I'm part of the people. She was afraid to be isolated. When we daven for a chayla, we add the words, amongst all the chaylam, because it's actually dangerous to single out one. It's a big safety that I'm part of a nation. Part of Klai Yisrael gives you merits. I'm part of a people. I'm part of a people. What do we do when we count ten at a minion? What do we say, David? We use a pasuk of ten because we don't want to count Yidden. So we say, It's a pasuk of ten. Why do we pick that pasuk? There are many pasukim that have ten words. Now, funny that we pick that pasuk. Some people say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Lekenu Melech Ha'ilam, Amaitzi Lechem Min Ha'aretz, has ten words. Some people do that. Why does Klal Yisrael say, Hashia Samecha? Because it means save our nation. And the whole point why it's dangerous to be counted, says Rebbeinu B'chaya, is because you want to be, I'm not singled alone, I'm part of the people. So when we count the Yid, what do we say? Save our nation. We pray for our people. So in counting Yid, I'm part of a nation. That's what we do, Avila. So it's very important. So I want to say, it should be Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky, one of, the, one of the leaders of our generation, is in rehab. He had a massive stroke. And Kleist, we need him. One of, the, one of the great leaders of our generation. He's very, he's in his 90s. We need him 120 and beyond. He's one of the active leaders of Klal Yisrael. And he should have Rufua Shlemer of Shmuel Kamenetsky and all the Chaylam and Klal Yisrael amongst them. What? Who are you saying? Don't be. It's true, it's true. That's true too. That's true too. Are you out or no? That's true, of course, of course, of course. Of course, I think the guy should dive in for Rufua. I say this publicly that with the custodian yeshiva who's given so much, I think it's basic. I don't, he's my friend. I've been davening for Alan Taver of Shlema. I've been praying to Hashem, of course, of course. Somebody who loyally, his care for this yeshiva is very real. The yeshiva is his life. He's given 20 years. We made a pact. We both had two, five years ago served 20 years in yeshiva. We made a pact. We both promised each other at least another 20 years. So I'm holding Alan is sick and pray for Alan. Pray for Alan. He does. He's announced it publicly that he has cancer. And we're davening for certainly. Tefillah works. Somebody who cares about the, the yeshiva. Prayer is powerful. One day in our base, Amigdash, Goyim are going to come to daven. 100%. They're invited. There'll be thousands of Goyim lined up in the base, Amigdash. A thousand percent. It's a Pasuk. Ki beisi beis tefillah. My house means the base Amigdash. Beis tefillah is a house of prayer. Yikare l'chol ha'amen. It's meant for all the nations. Of course, the base Amigdash is going to be full of Goyim. Obviously, we're people, we respect all of humanity. All of humanity. That's not a certain shita in Yiddishkeit. It's just the Mishnah. We respect every human being, most definitely. So we should see Rufus, Besar Sharchoy Le Yisrael, all the Chayim of Klal Yisrael. It's nothing wrong, Yedavim, for your brother and your leader, and you prioritize that. But of course, people, humanity, fellow humans, we care for as well. And, and Maish Glaze is correct that we wish Rufus Shleimah there as well. I wanted to study the following Pasuk and Tillim and really sink our teeth into it, should we? The Pasuk is in Kapitel Kuf Yotes, if everybody could put their holy eyes on these holy words. We're going to get music today, it's going to be a party today. Look at, in, but let's slowly. Let's start, it's, it's, it's Pasuk, 
Nun test, David Amelech is talking. Whenever David talks, see yourself, my friends. David Amelech's Levavoy Levavoam, his heart is the heart of the nation. David Amelech speaks as you and I. He's the heart of the, of the nation. So pay attention, listen well. I asked the Bachar today, this is just as an aside, I want to start learning. I asked somebody today, which dorm counselor do you dig, do you like, are you into? What a good guy, a sophisticated kid. I was curious, he has good eyes. So he thought he said, I like them more. I said, no, no, come on, don't go. I, I hear, but he said, okay. He said, Shlomo Feldman, I'm into that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Today, The guy even said, I don't get to talk to him. He's busy. I'm busy. So I'm not in his dorm anymore. I don't get to talk to him a lot, but I'm into that guy. He said he's clog. He's, yeah, we're tremendously appreciative. All you run and do here, Shlomo and Mendy, very, very appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, you'll appreciate, in what you both do, you'll appreciate this. Let's learn. We're going to study a verse, but I asked the guys... I, wanted, I don't just want you to come here and hear something interesting. I want you to hear Hashem's talking to us. We're studying a verse in Psalms and tell him, come learn with me. David HaMelech says the following words, Chishavti drachai. To be chishav is like to compute, to calculate, to make a cheshbon. A cheshbon is a calculation. Chishavti drachai. I calculate my ways. And my feet carry me to your statutes. is your commands, your laws, your statutes. Art school would probably teach it statutes. Is that the what is? Uh, but my feet. That's David Amelach says we are going to study. They look like six innocent words. There's so much in these words. We could study this the next six months, these six words. We're going to study it only the next little while. I would like to share a lot on these six words. Chishavti drachai. I plan out my waves. I make a cheshbon. I think of my ways and my feet always take me to your commandments. I've, I have a lot to say on this. I want to I start, start as follows. And then we're going to get further and further into these words. I want to ask you a question I'm going to address soon. I plan out my ways and my feet take me there. There's something very bizarre, David HaMelech says. I think about my ways, I make a cheshbon, and I go there. Why does he magia and my feet take me there? I think my ways and my feet take me there. So strange way of talking. You go there. Did, did anybody, Mice, you're here. Why are you in the base Medrash? I came here. I came here. I'm so proud. He knows that I'm getting it. Did Mice say my feet took me here? That's one of the most bizarre things. You're weirdo to say that. Would anybody, I'd go around, why, Yair, why are you here? Because I came. I would even say you took your feet. I mean, it is true. You say your shoes took you here? I mean, it is true. I mean, technically, my feet did do the work to get here. What is he talking about, David HaMelech? I planned out my ways, and my feet took me to your commands. Such a bizarre way of talking about it. I, I thought my way, and I went there. 
Why? Even even the simple pshat here is David Amelech made decisions. I want to say that I celebrate. There are guys in yeshiva who 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 decide. A guy came in here after six months of the year and put on tefillin today. It's the first time I've seen him. I'm not here always. It's possible the first time I've seen him. this guy thought for six months and decided to put tefillin on. He made the decision. He's in. I so appreciate a journey of somebody who thought through, and we're such a crazy place, we could have paid him to put tefillin on earlier, we could have pressured him, we could have required him, and the guy went through a lot, and would decide he had been through a lot in his life, he's made a decision, he's in, he wants to put on tefillin. I saw him come in, my heart skipped a beat, I love that we're a place of chishavti drachai, David HaMelech didn't do because somebody else did. It wasn't imitation. His avoid had a chaos, had an energy. Chishavti drachai. I've made a cheshben. I've made calculations. I've thought about this. And in my decisions, I've decided to keep. I've decided. I had a bachar in yeshiva a couple of years ago. I've said this over. When I watch guys... I don't want to make it about much glaze. I've watched him think and decide. and pl- I love the process of Chishavti Drachai. You look like David HaMelech. Chishavti Drachai, decisions. A guy told me in Yeshiva a few years ago, it was late in the year, he said, I think I'm going to work next year. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like the best guy. It was like, push it, what he was going to do. Mitamol, I think I'm going to work next year. First, I was like very like almost upset. Like that. You know our program. You know what happens next. We walked in places of Durham. I don't think people have walked before. I, it's a big challenge to say to the guy here, to say that I went to places even Yasl Yudin didn't go. I'll challenge you. I'll tell you where I went. If you go to the light down Wallingford Road, the light, and you make a right to get to Waterbury, I went straight. If you go straight and make a left, there's a road. Like, if you've been there already, you're cool. But at the end of that road, the road just stops. You can't drive any further. And then there's a path into the unknown forest that has anybody here ever been there? Not a guy's been there. I don't know if it's legal or not, if it's private. I needed to talk to this guy. I, if I didn't have era, I'll have to do tshuva. But me and him walked into places. We just walked and went. And I had a fascinating conversation. I was so changed. I'm changing from what he told me. It was so cool that he wasn't willing so everybody goes, I'm still going to think. I'm planning. I'm thinking. I'm not willing to go because other go, others go. I got like so moved where it wasn't just, well, everybody does that. So, as was, chishavti drachai. I think through my ways. I make calculations. Chishavti drachai. I'm thinking out my ways. The fact that everybody goes wonderful. I refuse to go because everybody just to be, just to go because others went. Chishavti drachai. David Amelech says, I make a cheshbin of my ways. Rashi brings, as a, if you look at, oh, you, you don't have the Rashis. Hefsid mitzvah kigneget schara. There's a price to pay for mitzvahs. There's a loss. Giving the mitzvah costs me money, costs me time, costs me effort. Hefsid mitzvah, that which I lose, kineged schara, the gain of a mitzvah. Schar avera, the reward for the avera, kineged achseido, as opposed to what I lose. I make cheshbainis, chishavti drachai. Amazingly, David HaMelech's Yiddishkeit had the energy of a chooser. 
There's an energy in yeshiva that's palpable, that's cool. It's the energies of choosers. There's choosers here. When you look at any share, remarkably, it would be sad to me if there was incentives. I don't, sometimes a, a Bach will tell my father pays me to go to share. I go, please, could he please pay you to use the facilities, to go to the gym, to work out? Just not the base. I like, there's an energy to choosers. I want choosers here. I don't want people paid to do this. I want a chooser, a guy decided to do this. I like choosers. I became principal, I chose, I became principal a month ago. I, I took this job. I, I, don't, I, I don't believe in doing it because I chose 14 years ago to start a school. One month ago I became, I've, I have an energy today. Something happened and I took the job again a month ago. I'm doing this for a month. You are a lot fresher and crazier and I'm very energetic. You might be eight months into your Zman. I'm a month into my career. I'm new at this. I'm a newbie at this. I, ju- I took this job a month ago. I promise you I have the same energy of a guy who just started. I started, not the same and I started, it's just the truth. A month ago I decided to do this. I'm in. Chishavti drachai, the energy of David HaMelech is somebody who chose and chooses and makes decisions. And decided to do something. That's David HaMelech said. I've made calculations. But why does he say that my feet took me there? Why does he say my feet took me there? Such a strange way of talking. A Shiva Ragla, my feet, just, who talks like that? It is true. I mean, if you want to say how you get anywhere, yo, yo, you go on your feet. But I planned, I thought it out. My feet took me to your Adas. I once observed in baseball, I once watched, I dive, it makes me crazy. I see guys before the game make very good catches. They're good. They can play, they can play the game. This kills me. I have not watched any of the baseball games yet. Ask guys who've played on the same baseball team as me. You, I can't handle the balls up a long time and the left fielder fields it on a bounce. Why didn't you catch that thing? I don't care. You tried and made effort and you dropped it. Fine. That's, that doesn't, doesn't talk to me. The ball's up. I'm getting it. I'm going for it. It's not, I don't, I don't, it's just, I'm, the game matters to me. I want to win. I don't even, while it's up, make a calculation. I've decided already and I just find my feet. It's a kasha that I watch guys who could catch. They just feel the ball on a bounce. Like, why doesn't his feet work? What's the difference between him and the next guy who just goes for it? Usually the answer is that he doesn't have such self-esteem. You feel it on a bounce. You know, okay, you feel it on a bounce. Everybody looks at it and says, okay, you know, maybe he couldn't have caught it. I don't know. You go for it and you drop it. You made an error. You made a misplay. You may look foolish. So the guy makes beforehand decides I'm going to be safe. If he decides I'm going to win and I'm laying out on it, you don't have to decide. When you make that decision before, you automatically chase it. The guys who've made that decision before, their feet will take them to the ball. Because they've decided, I'm gonna, I'm will, I'll look stupid, I'll topple over, the ball will smack me on the head. I decided I want to win. I decided the guys who play ball like this and think like this, don't wall the ball in the air. They don't have to tell their feet to run. They find their feet took them. David HaMelech said that I have made such decisions here, my feet naturally go. I don't have to decide it. I just find myself in the base madrash.
the power of here when you make decisions that are firm, that are strong, is your feet work. In a strange way, many athletes on the court, their feet work for them automatically. Even guys do jukes and deeks. I don't think they have to... They're not even really like telling their body. They've decided to win. They decided to play and their body performs for them. If you minus fears and other things, your body will then perform. Make decisions. Your body will perform for you. Oddly and bizarrely, it's hardly even at the time that you have to tell your body to do it. David HaMelech says, the way I work is chashavti drachai. I make decisions. I shiva ragloi desechen. Because I've made such firm, powerful decisions, my feet take me. I'm going to tell you a story that I've said before. It's slightly embarrassing. It's the opposite of making decisions. When I had started 24 years ago in this yeshiva, so I, this the first time I started, the, the recent time I took the job was a month ago, but the first time that I took, that I signed the contract to do this was 24 years ago. So when I started that time I started, a guy, the mayor of Connecticut, the mayor of Waterbury came to the yeshiva. A new thing, it was curious. The man is in jail, a life sentence today. This guy who came, just a true story. He has a life sentence in jail. I could say his name, I don't want to, I don't think it's a good habit. But the mayor of Connecticut at the time came to the yeshiva. His chief of staff was a lady. And embarrassingly, she put up her hand to me in front of a lot of the guys. And we're, we're new in this city. This is the chief of staff. The mayor's there. Was, the mayor was right there. Guys are there. And I, and, I can, and I moved my hand like this and she grabbed my hand. Now why did I let her? I let her shake my hands. I did, I did it. I did it. My Avera. In my mind, as her hands there, decision, my mind showed me a picture. I don't remember how long before. A week, a month, a year. My mind, I remember which rub. I had seen a rub shake a lady's hand. Seen a rub do it. My mind showed me the picture in the moment and I put my hand up limply a little closer that she could grab it. Now I want to say after I called my father, I said, are you let to shake somebody's hand? He told me you have to give up your life. You have to die not to shake a lady's hand. You have to die. That's my father's shita. My father's very lenient my, in, in general. Very, you want any cooler, you, it's known you call my father. My father holds you have to give up your life not to shake a lady's hand. That's his shita. There are different shitas, I acknowledge. I, at that time, I thought it was us, sir, but I never was mivara. I never clarified. I left it as a doubt. Because I left it as a doubt, in that moment, I moved my hand. My mind pl- showed me a picture of a rub doing it, and I stuck up my hand. I made a decision then after I spoke to my father. It's been 24 years. I've been in an embarrassing situation. My body is not moving. I'm not shaking your hand. How I do it, what I'll say, I've had situations. I'm not shaking your hand. I made a decision. Chashavti drachai. It's very, very powerful to decide things. I've decided. I'm not a free agent. I'm not leaving. I don't know. That, you say, let me see. I'll tr-. You know, people that I try type of mechanism. I'll see. No, 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 no. I'm not I'll see. I, I decided. <laughs> At that point, I was a guy who wasn't chashavti drach. I did not prepare my ways. I didn't decide. I didn't harness my mind. 
at the point you harness your mind and you decided, there is no challenge. Somebody sticks out their hand. You're not shaking. My hands won't go up. They're not, go, you're not, they're not touching hands. We're not shaking hands. We're just not. This, that's the first thing I wanted to say on this Pasuk, this incredible Pasuk, is the power of Chashavti Drachai, of deciding, of Cheshbon. Think about it, sit down, decide what you hold. We love leaving things vague and undecided. We love that space called undecided. I'll see, I'll try. I'll... We like that space. That's a very bad space to be in sports. That's a bad space. And Lahabdul all of life. I, I've decided before the game, I'm going after the ball. I don't tell my feet when the ball's up. When I, I'm like shocked at the guy before, he's undecided. And then in the moment, his brain tricks him. And the reason he does, because he has not decided. If you decide to play a certain way, I promise you run for the ball. You're not even going to think. You're just, the ball's a foul. But you see, guys, the ball's right by the fence. He's running into the fence, crashing. He's decided something. His feet will move automatically. The other guy comes tentative. He hasn't decided things. Then the ball's up. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then he feels it on a bat. I saw you in pregame. You were catching everything. You're an undecided man. That, I don't play ball that way. I just don't, I don't like my teammates to play that way. We've made a decision. We're laying it out. We drop it. We drop it. We look full. <laughs> we're laying out. All of us. We're lay, in volleyball. What? Well, you think? No, no, no. Ball's up. We're, we'll crash. We'll bang. But we'll all go home for that. But we're getting it. We're, we're, we're playing. We're in. You could look bad when you do that. But chashavti drachai. I've made a decision. Chashavti drachai. The mind is so powerful, the body follows naturally when your mind has decided. That's the power of the mind. David HaMelech harnessed that and he says, I catch myself, I've made decisions. Guys would easier get to the base medrash, easier get to davenings because I've decided. The guy who's decided certain things on Minyanim, he finds his feet taken there. The odd expression of Ayshiva Ragle de Secha is my feet have been pre-programmed. I've been an algorithm in my, in my system and my feet take me to the base Medrash. He's describing a world where I'm flowing. Akiva Balsam's described, I could tell you this, this thing as a parent, the guy who accepts I'm a dad, you find your feet, you run for your kids. You don't even have to, your program, you've accepted father and I'm a dad. That's chashavti drachai. I'm in. A guy, I'm a husband. It's not a question. I'm a husband. This job is mine and I'm in and I'm locked in. Your body will literally flow to what you've decided. When you're undecided, I don't know, know, you know, we'll see, we'll try, we'll think. You're undecided about this. Then, then each time you're like forcing yourself to do something. It's a question. If you're running after the ball, it's a question. If you're running to... Chashavti drachai is that power of decision, is a decider. I've, I've decided. My body, you, you will find when you decide things, your body will... I made a certain decision, you'll be flowing towards it. Ashiva my feet. The word regel besides meaning feet, in Lashen Kodesh, regilos. Regilus means that this is a tendency. Regilus, it's my tendency. I'm ragil to do it. In Shas, it says he was ragil, means something that he just was common to do. It's just what he, it's just doing what I do. That's what the word ragil means. 
and it's so cool that David Amelech did this practice. I think Akiva Bozma has spoken about this. When you come to yeshiva, decide your day. Decide what your day is going to look like. You'll catch yourself flowing more. When you, you wake up, you'll see, you'll think, I don't know, you know. Well, you haven't decided. When you decide your day realistically and smartly and very thought out, and what you want, not what your grandmother wants you, not what your Rebbe wants, not what you want, what you want. Chashavti drachai. David HaMelech says, I have made calculations. I've made serious and thought out calculations. Ashiva Shiva my feet are just carrying me. First pshat but I would like to take it. I would like to take you on a different journey. I'd like to move our feet a little different. Let me tell you a medrash. Let me tell you what the world says about the medrash, and then I want to tell you my thoughts based on svasemis. The medrash says as follows: That David Amelech saying something different. What I just said in Torah has ayim panim has seventy ways of learning every pasuk. Hashem intended all the ways. Very complex. How can he meant all these different things? Good question. But Maish Shui, I want to learn another Pshat in the Pasuk. Chashavti Drachai means David HaMelech was the king of our country. He had a lot of tasks on his place. Says David HaMelech, Chashavti Drachai, I was thinking through, prioritize, what should I do? Where should I go? He had a lot on his plate. You know how many people were tugging and pulling? He was the king of the Jewish nation at a glory, glorious time period of our people. You know how many kings, princes, people? You know how many people in Klai Yisrael, millions of people wanted a minute with David HaMelech? David HaMelech's brain must have been... The explosion in that brain... People fighting for 30 seconds of David HaMelech's time. He was the king of Klal Yisrael, powerful, a tzaddik, connected to God, and everybody wants a piece of David HaMelech. And he said, My mind was overwhelmed of thoughts with what I should do with my day. He was trying to plan out, should I meet with this prince, that king, that yid, that principal, that Rosh Hashiva, that businessman, all important. The mind was like overwhelmed. Says David Amach, listen to these words. I was thinking out. What should I do? There's so many poles, so many ways I can go. So many ways. I'm trying to think out. So many important things to do. When you're young, you think the battles of life are the good and the bad. Rave or night seder. That's very coarse and childish. When you're older, you'll see the real battles of life are this chesed and that chesed. The deepest struggles of life. My wife, but they want me to the chasana. The deepest struggles of life. I daven in my shul, I'm a member of shul, it matters if I come. But there's a kiddush where someone would be happy if I go there. These are the deepest struggles of life. And David HaMelech says, Chashavti I'm trying to think out what I should do. So many polls. Now here I'm going to tell you what the world says, and I don't learn this pshat, though I, there's some truth to it. Aishiva Ragulay de Sechem, my features take me to the base madrash.
set the simple pshat the way the world learns is David HaMelech had many things and many pulls, and he would get in his car to go to many places, and he found out he was just in the Besmash. That's where he would just go. It just happened. I remember a true story when the yeshiva was in Waterbury proper. I had some place to go. It was, it was an off day, and I sat out of my house. I promise I pulled into the parking lot of yeshiva. It's just, it's just what happens. I pulled in. I'm like, Daniel, why are you here? My feet just took me. I'm used to going there. I just drove my car. I was in the park. And I'm like, oh, it's an off day. You were go- I was going someplace else. And the world understands that this used to happen to David HaMelech. Chashavti Dracha. He had all these plans. And he ended up in the base Medrash. Yeshiva Ragli. And my feet just took me. I'm in the base Medrash. And the world speaks about David HaMelech's overriding love of Torah. He was a tremendous masmid in Abbasat Torah. And with all his plans, he ended up, every mashkiach in the world knows this pasuk. And the pasuk's a shmooze for Abbasat Torah. I heard it my whole life. I was very moved by it. David HaMelech, such a busy person, and he ends up learning Torah. Is there a truth to it? Everything. First of all, Chazal, every word of Chazal is true. But the way, this is a Medrash. You can look up the Medrash on Tillam. The Medrash says this. I plan my ways. I thought all different things. I end up in the base of Medrash. Till a couple of years ago, I would buy a pshat like that. I'm much more of a cynic today. I, I don't believe that pshat, to be frank. Even though there's a truth to that idea... I don't think that's what would happen. David HaMelech ran his country. How often did that happen? So this always would happen to him? I would say Kleisel must have been a lot of disrepair if the king kept ending up in the base medrash. I'm like skeptical, though there's what to learn. And they're saying that David HaMelech would always just find he's learning. And David HaMelech was a tremendous masmid. We're told that about David HaMelech. The Malach couldn't get him because he was learning Torah, he was nifter on what days, his yard site's coming on Shavuos. So he was nifter Shavuos, a deep attachment to Torah, no question. David HaMelech himself, who had a difficult life, said, It's not for Torah, my treat, my toy. David HaMelech's toy, we have a basketball, he had Torah. If not for Torah, my delight, my toy, I'd be lost in my affliction. Tyra saved his life. He was, he was connected firmly and deeply to Tyra. So this chat, I planned out my ways and I find I'm in the base Madrash. I had many ideas, many places to go. I find him in the base Madrash. So the world gives a shmooz on Avasat Tyra. Look at David Amelov with wool on his plate. He ends up in the base Madrash. The older version of me is skeptical. Not that it's not true what they're saying. Chazal say the words, every word of Chazal is true. I'm skeptical that's what Chazal are trying to get us to learn. I like think of the pictures, what's, what's he telling us? He had all the plans and things never happened. He always learned, did he run the country? I'm just, there's something deeper and more. It's true that Tyre was more important than other things. It's true, he prob- it, it's true not probably, he prioritized Tyre. Every part of my being, when you say a pshat, you don't say cute things in the Torah. You will, we die for the Torah. This is our life, Kiem Chayenu. I have to believe what I say. 
I was listening to a share last night and I didn't believe that the speaker believed what he said. I was listening, somebody showed me online a clip. The man didn't believe what he said. Say what you believe. Guys, speak, only say what you believe. I would not say over that shot anymore. I don't believe that's what it's saying. Now I think, Chazal, I believe, I think they're saying something deeper. It is true that learning, but what's the picture? So I picture a klutz. What? Like I didn't learn anything. David HaMelech would think of his plans and he always ended up learning. And then he didn't do what he had to do. It's weird. Is this? So everything became butler. Is that even true? He was the king of the country. So our king was just always learning. I never saw that. Somebody who has an achrayas has to do his achrayas. It's probably not what Chazal are saying. So David, the king of our country, David HaMelech taught us that he always had plans and he always ended up learning. Did he ever run the country? He fought wars. Now, Avada, he learned and, it, and maybe he was just saying this would happen a lot or sometimes. I'll tell you, Yo-Yo, what I think if I was a betting man, what David HaMelech saying? You know what I'm asking, Yo-Yo? You have to believe the Torah is teaching us. Ask yourself, do you think that's what David HaMelech saying? When I ask myself, is that what he was saying? That I try to do things, ended up learning? I don't think that's what he's saying. I don't think so. Even though I'm sure that happens sometimes. And I'm sure whatever he was doing, his mind... There were great G'daylam of Aaron Cutler during the Holocaust. If Aaron was a Sarah Tyra, a Goyen B'Tayra. I challenge guys, I have in my shtender in Connecticut, in my shul, I have a Rev. Aaron Cutler there. Try to learn one piece on the Masechti of learning. Your mind will be blown. You shall me things. His shtick look like, <laughs> it blows your brains out. Rev. Aaron's Torah was a, was a Sarah Torah. People sat there for years trying to understand him. Klai Yisrael just lost two weeks ago a Connecticut Yid, a Yid who was Rosh Hashim in Connecticut for many, many decades, or Mayor Hershkowitz. He was the Chaiser of Aaron Cutler Shear for many years. He was one of the rare few. He's from the big Lamdanim in this country, and he understood a lot of Rev. Aaron Shear, and he would try to explain it to his friends. He would say over the Shear. Guys would sit in the Shear, like not knowing a word. The man was a Going. Rev. Aaron was a genius. His story was like, whew. I read peace to Rev. Aaron, my mind is like just blown, trying to get like the peace. Remember what he said at the beginning? His Rambams are flying, Rishayinim, Achrayinim, Evkola wild. Rev. Aaron was a generational mind, Rev. Aaron Cutler. And Rev. Aaron ran around during the Holocaust saving Yidin like a Meshuggah. My Rebbe describes that when Varim was busy for Klai's thrill, when he would have a few moments, he would open Svarim, but he was learning Einig Yantims. He wasn't like learning like something light. Like he, he had a minute, his mind was back in the deepest place of Torah. But I assure you, he was busy for Klai's thrill. Was he thinking and learning during that time? I'm not in his mind. Maybe, it could be, but he still was active doing What's David Amel describing? I would think of all the things and my feet would take me to the base Medrash. What I think David Amelech is saying is all our lives were challenged with priorities. And nobody more than David Amelech had choices to make minute by minute, hour by hour, life decisions. Life-altering decisions. Cities, villages, countries were at his, beck, at his mercy what he decides. 
You know the power two people want to talk to David HaMelech and both their lives need this conversation and he has, he's the king, he has a lot he could do. Decisions. Chashavti drachai. David HaMelech is thinking, where do you get your systems of, priori- of prioritizing? How do you know what comes first? How do you know where to put yourself? My feet take me to the base Medrash. He's rooted in Tyra. The Tyra is a world that teaches us how do you know what's worth what? It's a world full of wonderful things. How do you have any sense of what's worth what? The answer is we learn a world of value. The Tyra is a system of God's values. And David HaMelech says, my feet inevitably are in the base Medrash. What he means is feet are in the base Medrash is they go to the place that the Tyra, that Hashem's Tyra gives priority to. He's always rooted, Chashavti Drachai. I think, I'm pulled, I'm tugged. My feet always return to your base Medrash. In deciding where to bring me, I'm rooted in the base Medrash. The Tyra I learn, the Tyra I live, the Tyra I perceive, the Tyra that I'm rooted in, it, 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 it tells me, it guides me, it leads me to prioritizing what I should do. Where I go, what's first, what's second, what's third, how does it look, how does it play out? My feet take me to the base Medrash. The true Ben Tyra, that things are so in place, they're so in, you watch a Ben Tyra, you watch somebody who's rooted in Hashem's Tyra, the way they are in a family, the way they do, they play ball like everybody else is playing ball, but it's so in the right time and place, it's so perfect when, how much, when you stop, when you start, where you go. My feet have their roots in the base Medrash, David HaMelech says. So, Chashavti Drachai, in the Cheshben of my ways, in the decisions of my life, he who is rooted in Tyra, he who studies Tyra well, and is rooted in the ideas of Tyra, has a sense. His life has the right priorities, the right rules, and he finds he's doing the right things at the right time. When he's supposed to be a husband, he's a husband, a father, a brother, a neighbor, a friend. Everything's rooted in, in, in the base Medrash. That's what I honestly believe David HaMelech is saying. That's what I suspect David HaMelech is saying. And I think the learner of Torah who learns honestly and asks himself, what is Hashem into? What is Hashem value? And where am I being pushed? What am I told about? You learn a lot of sugyas of Kedima, what comes first. A big part of studying Tyra's learning, what is what value? Where does this stand in the larger scheme? And you learn a sense of priorities by, by studying Tyra, by being rooted in Tyra, by being attached to Tyra. Somebody learns a system of things that are right, in their right. This is the time. Dover bi'itoy mayafe, thing in its time, how precious. I, I suspect that's what David HaMelech is saying to us. The chashavti drachai v'ashiva ragla, my feet take me to the base Medrash. His feet take him to that which the base Medrash had taught him to go. My feet take me to your statutes, to your commands. I do the thing that I clearly feel now. This is priority. The other thing is wonderful, but this is more. The enemy of the best is the good. 
It's good, but it's not what the Torah would prioritize. Ashiva Ragley Desecha. That's what I suspect David Amelech is saying. I want to ask, I think we could use some good music. We, we observe, we all were careful with Sphere. I'm still waiting to burst out more dancing. We're allowed to dance yet. Yeah, we didn't burst out and dance. That will, that will yet come, Tzvi. That will yet come. But I want to ask, are you Shloyme here also? Oh, I hope he won, so it'll be a good... You won? Your first victory, right? Big comeback. Really? Is that Hootie's team? Hootie won. Baruch Hashem, I'm in a good mood too now. Momo and Hootie won, I'm happy. Excellent. Well, what score did we win? 10-7. That's what we were down with. Let's go. No quit, no quit, no quit. Yeah. You're not baseball. Every place you don't pick air. You quit on the baseball field. You'll quit in. You quit on your kid. You'll quit. Quitters quit. Don't quit there. Don't quit. You don't turn on and off midas. You're down seven five. You grind out. You play harder. Get some base hits. Thank you. Happy you guys came back. Who had the big hit? Let's go. Excellent. I see down seven five. Bottom nine or top nine? Top of the inning. Then you held them to the end of the inning. Three up, three down. Who pitched? He's going to be in a good... We're going to get a cheerful song. A lot of people in the world are upset. I had big plans to bring NF to Yeshiva. And I always said if he becomes happy, people will be mad. Of course I heard it. I can't say so publicly. I'll tell you privately that I... I'll tell you privately that I heard it. now. But uh, so many people are upset how happy NF got. Some people are upset, but it's not nice. He's allowed to be happy. And if you're ever in a bad mood and you need to, like, feel the anger, you can listen to the old music. The man, the man is healing. Beautiful. The man is healing. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Shleim is going to sing, like, the happiest songs. You have a guitar here? Come forward, are you? Come. <laughs> We'll play you. Yeah, we'll play you. Yeah. Back to back. What are we doing? What are we doing? Not like we're taking. Trust these tuners. What's all you You know that song, the marriage song, you and Shlomo? Sure, sure. You did that chas that the chop. What's the song? You like that song? Do that. Nayam, you ready? Nayam Dominic, congrats. Talk about winners. Good win today, Nayam. Excellent. My favorite, my, one of my favorite all-time coaches, Bill Parcells, and he said the game is won and lost in the trenches. I like that a lot, Nayam, because they're the glory positions. Everybody's looking at the fancy wide receiver. Everybody's looking at the billionaire quarterback. And then he used to say the game is won and lost right in the trenches. 
it's very it's a big truth to life. People in a yeshiva kalish blabbers, and the game is won and lost in the trenches. Shloima, the chevra works hard. The game is won and lost in the trenches. So you got the win, it's your win. Good job, good job, Nayam. Thank you. Come up with a chair. It's a little like silly. Lagvaimer was. Let's go stone caves. Let's go stay here and do some stone caves. Let's go. Through and you grew from those 
challenges you gain be my right to Pressure Benny Stein to play yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Benny's come for it. May not done with you. Don't worry. Stay around. Benny, come. Benny, you give Benny a chance? Yes. Okay. You share the guitar with Benny. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Benny in the building. Whatever's on his mind. Let it
just we just chop it away. <laughs> 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 Yo, you ever heard that one before? Mary, what do you want to say?
Shlaima, the last song of the day. Let's go. Yeah. Shlaima, the last Thank song. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Let's go. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Wait, wait. Um, I think I'm going to serve you one. Yeah. Okay. Hold this. I don't know. Okay, I need it. Should I hold it? Get some plain. Fine. Okay, here's a poem. Okay, hopefully I remember it up on my head. Fine. This is, it's called it's called letters. Um, there's a story of a son whose father was overseas, never seen his father's face, but knew him from the letters he received. As a boy, the son would wait for the letters to come, anxiously waiting by the door, knowing he still had his father's love. It was a time of month, but the letter never arrived. He fell asleep by the door, and in his dreams, started to cry. Years have passed, but his father, now just a thought, life going downhill, decided to burn all the letters he kept locked up. As he held up his light, his knees dropped to the floor. The son cried to himself, has anyone ever loved me before? The doorbell rang as all seemed lost, courageous to stand up, praying that he must be wrong. As his hand reached out, <coughs> felt something beneath his feet. He picked up a letter with the same date. He cried himself to sleep. The son's body shook, heart dropped, tears rolling down his face, as hundreds of letters started pouring in by the place he used to wait. The letters were just lost. He was loved all along. Hashem might be hard to see, but will never stop being his sons. I thought this idea, it's like, a, it's like a small poem. It's like, um, I think when you're like, it's like these like messages you always see. I, I think when we're, we're I, a little, and there's like an innocence we have. And like, we see Hashem, people say there's Hashem, and it's easy. And then you get, you get older or not even age, but the challenges start coming in. And, and then you... And then you like you, you stop seeing the letters, the the messages, and like, and you like there's a point you're about to give up, and like sometimes it takes for that like that one last moment you just like get up, like you're courageous, like get up, like let me just go check, and you know sometimes you realize like once you realize later in life like that like that that letter comes in, and you realize that the letter you missed all those years ago was it just came in late, and, like you realize they were always being sent, and you realize that like Hashem was always there, so I just think it's a very powerful mushroom. and. Uh, You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.